Is this it? We okay, freaking got there. it, boys. Wait, 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 wait. We, okay, oh we're my. Good. What is that? That's the Joker. Is that the Joker? No, that's Stoney from OFG. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> What's up, dude? Not much. Did you just do lying? that before we started? What's that? Are you going to ignore me asking about it? Oh, uh, well, I was like, it's topical, and um, I don't know. It's almost Halloween, so why not? Yeah. Well, did you watch so, the Joker movie? No. <laughs> oh. I don't know if they can hear you. What is going on here? Why can't we hear you on the chat? Uh, let me plug in a headphones. Can you guys hear Stony? Because it's looking like they couldn't hear you. I don't know why that would be. You hear me? It's good. It's good? You can hear him? Yes, not really. It's okay. I'm just making sure there's audio because it's not showing up in OBS that there's audio there. Did I do something wrong? No. Okay. So you didn't watch the Joker movie, though? I did not. Um, I don't like going to the movies. Oh. I, like, it'll be out in a month and a half. I can watch it in my own apartment on my couch with no one talking or playing on their cell phone with my clean bathroom and all the snacks I want. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I get the whole, I want the movie experience with the big screen. If that's your thing, cool. It's just... I've been through it enough to know it's just no longer for me. That's the bitter old guy in me talking to, I think. That's okay. <laughs> so what's going on with you, man? I'm currently trying to listen to the stream playback to see if it's going to work or if we can hear you. Uh-oh. I'm just confused as to what's even going on. It's going to work. It's like no all, lag. Uh -oh. My com I, I just got a new Windows computer. Yeah. For some reason, the Microsoft account did not want to work with the Skype I had hooked up on my iPad. Oh. So, yeah, I had to introduce them to each other and make them make friends, and yeah. now we're good on this side. Okay. It's a little quiet. Well, I don't even know. My volume. Oh, you know what? I see what's going on here. What's going on? Now we've got audio there. Let's see if we check. Can. Oh, you're Whoa. Right. Yeah. Uh, it had the wrong audio source. Let's try this one. Say something. Something. Check. 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 We got that. Hopefully right, this works. That. Man, I've never had this many issues. <laughs> you and me both, man. Weird. Let's say. So going back to the um, me wearing Joker paint. Um, last time you made a graphic, it had you sitting where you're sitting, and then I was off to the side looking all aloof. So okay. I was like, if I'm going to look aloof, I'm going to look aloof under my terms. So that's probably why I painted my face. Okay. I thought it, I thought it would look make a cool graphic. Cool. So anyways, yeah, cool. let's talk about things. Let's get down to brass tacks here. Brass tax. The stocks Brass are not tax. high enough. We're not making enough money. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. I have something to throw out if you don't have anything. Let's go. What do you got? 
Okay. With my generation, people are, it, it's black or white. People are either collectors and they want brand new bicycles that they could show off carpet queens. Or there's the other team that gets really angry at those people for collecting and not riding their bikes. Okay. Now, I can, I don't agree with either side more than the other, but I'm curious, people of your generation, do you guys have that thing going on too? Like, do you guys have collectors? Yeah, I mean, I would say I know at least one person who has a lot of bikes, and then there's another dude in Ohio that I know of who builds a lot of bikes but doesn't really ride them. Mm -hmm. So that's two examples. One of them has, like, five different bikes, and he actually, like, rides a lot and does stuff. The other one builds bikes all the time, but I don't really know if he actually rides. Is he your age? Yeah. Okay, so if you put the two of them in a room together, would they sit there and hate on each other, or would they just kind of respect their own thing? Well, let's be honest. They're my age, so they're probably going to be feel too awkward to even talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then I will use you as the example. How do you feel about people who collect bikes and don't ride them? Like they spend all the You know money. what, man? Here's, here's what I'm going to say. Anyone... Okay who hates on anyone else because of the way they want to spend their money is an asshole. <laughs> Period. I don't care who you are, what you say. If you're going to say that someone else should be riding that bike that they spent their money that they worked for on, you have no say on how someone spends their money or what they do with what they paid money for. Right, right. If you don't like it, that's fine. Thank but like you. getting in a war or hating on them publicly, like get over yourself. Ride your own bike. Why are you worrying about someone else's bike? I'm glad to hear you say that because none of it has made any sense to me. Well, like, it's probably can... just a bunch of people who can't ride like they used to that are bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you do have a point. There is a there is truth to that. And, man, I forgot to get... Oh, wait, I do have water. Cool. Um, it's just weird. Like, I, I think that the generations to come aren't going to care about what was cool 30 years ago. Yeah. So like, if you have it for you, why not? Yeah. What is there to get mad about? Is it right. just like people looking for another reason to hate people in BMX? Oh, 100%. But, uh, relate. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, whatever. If you want to put your energy into not liking someone because they don't ride a bike that they paid for without your money, mm -hmm. then I mean, you can do whatever you want. Uh, another aspect to all of this is the guy who goes to the skate park on his really nice bike and then mm -hmm. just sits on it the whole time. It's, yeah. It's I the can, exact same thing. Yeah. Are you cool with that? I would rather see somebody riding. Yeah. But, okay, there's a very clear difference there for me. If the person is just sitting in the corner, like on their cell phone or they're talking yes. crap they're if they're the one talking crap on their bike that is brand new that they're not riding mm -hmm. then then i could be like dude what the heck but if you are if you're associating with everybody you're clearly having a good time and you're still not riding then who cares like i can relate to that especially like the parents who 
show up to the skate park with a beautiful bike and then play on their cell phone while their kid snakes everybody. Yeah. I see that so much. And, like, how do you not have that consciousness to say, come here, Junior, you're kind of in their way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would think being an adult that you would understand that, but I think some of those people even too, because I've encountered both, is that they they don't know, they haven't learned. They don't realize that a, a uh, skate park is not like a basketball court that mm-hmm. where people are just shooting hoops. Like, if you're just shooting hoops, it doesn't even matter. You just go run, shoot the hoop, get your ball, and you know what I mean? Like, as long as you're not act like shooting the ball at the exact same time as someone else, you're not getting mm-hmm. anyone's way. So to them, it's probably exactly the same as that, and they just need to learn. Just and like, I'm okay with, like, people wanting to hang out. Yeah. Like, I, the more people at the skate park on bikes, the merrier. I don't care what you're doing. Absolutely. Just, like, come on, these kids. <laughs> Keep they got to be kids. taught, man. You got to teach the kids. But, and it's, that's one of the biggest reasons I want to. I only go to the skate parks if it's just going to be me or me and two or three other people. Yeah. Because, like, I'm good with that. Like, we're, we're just hanging out. We're having fun. We're doing our own thing. No one's kids are getting in the way. And I don't – and I hope this doesn't sound like I'm anti-kid because they are the reason we have skate parks right now. Well, kids are also the reason that people exist because you have to be a kid to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We could go You there. and your logic. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to put the logic out there. All right. So I briefly saw you the other weekend. Yeah, Stoney made an appearance at the Chenga contest before he he abruptly left because he didn't abruptly because his eyes are bad. You have no idea how bad my eyes are. I'm almost and I hate saying this. I don't want to admit it. I need bifocals. Well, <laughs> freaking get them. I it's a mental block because I am fighting getting old. Like I I'm going against it so hard. You know how you well, you're doing the one thing that fights getting old the best, and that's being on a bicycle riding it. <laughs> My eyes are not um, agreeing with that. Well, that's because you need to put glasses on. I do. You this know it's thing. probably going to make them worse if you don't do anything because you're straining your eyes all the time rather than... See, there you go with that logic. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, so, so there's a question here of what do you think of kids that think the skate park is a playground? It drives me insane. It drives me insane as well, especially when it's the parent who's watching their kid run around the skate park, sliding down things like a slide in your way. But it's another scenario. They legitimately think it's a playground. Yeah. As far as they know it is. But... It, it's a uh, it's another one of those things of if they don't know and you don't tell them then they're just gonna let their kid do it yeah but I can't be that guy who and I don't understand how anyone can do this uh, they'll be in the park and if you do it I'd rather you didn't but I can't obviously can't stop you like the guys who will see a kid who doesn't have the motor skills or uh, etiquette to not snake you and they'll like make a beeline for him and just blast them yeah see you remember earlier when i said people who talk about other people and how they spend their money and complain and hate on it are assholes Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, those mm -hmm. people are assholes too. <laughs> like it's not that serious. It's just it's people rolling around on wheels. We should all love each other. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And there's a better way to go about it. There always is. There always is. And there's. It's just. It's one of those things where you got people who are like your grandpa, who's still a racist, <laughs> who are just never going to change their mind in mm -hmm. BMX, except they think that way about kids getting in the way or stuff like that. And they just run into them instead of being a, you know, a decent person and talking yeah. to them. Like, I can't watch that happen. Like, I, I will never take the person on the bike side unless the kid is legitimately picking a fight with them. And yeah, well, that's different. Yeah. But like, just like I said, we're all on wheels. We just want to have fun. Yeah, I got a good story about people at the skate park not participating. <laughs> I've, I, I wasn't there for this one. I wasn't there okay. for it. But I, I heard a story about a dude who used to ride around here who was at the skate park and this like 30 year old guy was talking crap and then he spit on him oh, and then the guy the kid on a bike knocked him out <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny like hey you don't realize who you're messing with you're messing with a guy who bunny hops all day long <laughs> pretty much yeah I don't like I I don't know if it's still that way now. Like when I was growing up, we could get a, and I hate saying when I was growing up, but we You're still growing up. Skaters. What's that? You're still growing up. I still am growing up. Um, yeah, there, like we were all cool with each other. The, at my local skate park, at least at its height where there was a lot of both there right now, it's mm -hmm. kind of like at a low, but, uh, at its height, all of the skateboarders there pretty much could ride bikes, like jump the spine, hit the hips, and all of the bike riders could at least drop in on skateboards. Wow. And everybody was cool with each other. We were all excited when we would land tricks. I mean, we still are that way, but mm -hmm. it's just a lot of the people who could, that skated, that rode bikes have either moved or stopped. So there's like a new generation of kids that are running around um so brody in the chat bad for life said i just try to let parents know this that skate parks can become dangerous at certain times and to try to come when parks are empty usually before noon mm -hmm. and i think that's what happens most of the time at my local skate park because i've been there like filming videos in the middle of the day and parents will show up with kids People that you've never seen before just show up with kids, and it's like, oh, I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. Do you get um, when you're when you have your camera with you? Do you find that if people show up, they start looking for reasons to ride within your shot? I've had kids do that. There's a kid. Um, if you watch or watched the video that was the the fronty or like endo only game of bike. Mm. there was a kid there who was just, he was exactly that. <laughs> like, do you do YouTube? Kinda. <laughs> and then, and then just like going in front of me and getting between me and the other, the person I was playing the game of bike with. Like, yeah, but he's, he's a young kid. He didn't know any better. Yeah. He just wants to be on the internet. Mm -hmm. 
That's, I mean, I, I like it, and I respect it, and I'm irritated with it all at the same time. Yeah, once again, though, it's just another one of those learning opportunities to teach someone something. Mm-hmm. Like to te- Steve Kolb is a real good person to have with you when little kids show up at the park. Yeah. Because they flock to uh, He's rightly so. He's got the talent. And yeah. They flock to him, and he has the personality to, hey, how's it going, guys? Are you having fun at the skate park? And... Not enough accents, Tony. <laughs> I'm not Canadian enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What's up, Buzz? Hey, Buzz, thanks for that comment on the my video over on the our BMX channel. What's going on in that chat room over there? I can't see it. Well, there's some skull emojis. Okay. There's, uh, there's a couple people that said that they hit scooter kids while they were riding before i'm not Jeez. sure if they say it if it was on purpose they just said mm. that it happened um i completely this is the scooter kid this is me <laughs> at chango one time because okay so i'm gonna try and paint the picture for you um so one person said by accident but i'll paint the picture for you okay uh so do you remember the resi uh, Chango World? Yes. Yes. Then there was the box beside it. Mm-hmm. So then there's the quarter pipe that everyone was standing on, the really steep one. Yeah. Then on the exact opposite side of that one, there was another quarter pipe. Hey, this isn't sponsored by Smartwater. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to open it. And I'm just messing with it. Up at the same time. <laughs> but uh, do you know where I'm talking about now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was on one side. The scooter kid was on the opposite side. The box is between us. Okay. This kid's standing on the quarter. I drop in. I'm coming over the box at the quarter, and he drops in right in front of me. So, like, I'm coming down this thing. There's no, like, I look yeah. up because I'm looking at where I'm going. I look up, and there he is. Ooh. And that was the last time that I really, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of over Changa. <laughs> and bec- because it's so slippery. And that it's just so full of people. I just... Anxiety. I get it. Yeah. Ooh, somebody said... Well, one, Dustin Rouse said Stoney is awesome. Why, thank you, Dustin. Another guy said he broke his hand because some kid snaked him in the bowl and they crashed. Ow. That sucks. Like, it's, it's, it sucks when it's your own fault and you wreck and you hurt yourself. But it sucks mm. even more when it's someone else's fault. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But then I'm always worried about, okay, let's say, because I'm 200 and between 220, 225 usually. Yeah. And if I'm coming, if I drop in, that's a lot of weight coming at you. You're not stopping. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're going through somebody. And I run brakes, and it still doesn't yeah. stop so easily. Yeah. So, like, I, I worry about, like, that's a liability. Because if you go to a court and uh, the judge is not going to look at this little six-year-old and say he's the guilty one, you know? Maybe. It depends on the situation, though. If he's not, if he's running around like a maniac not paying attention and you're using the course properly, then it's not your fault. That's... Is the jury going to take my side, though? Is there really going to be a jury for that? I don't know. It could be. <laughs> Are you talking? Are you saying that you murdered some kid? No, not again. 
Oh. Not again. <laughs> what are you reading? Uh, a message about the game of bike on Instagram. Oh. Well, I want to ask you comfort zone questions. Let's go. All right. So, I want to ask you about uh, riding and filming. Okay. Um, with BMX, you ride pretty much anything. I yeah. don't think I've seen you back down from anything on a game of bike. Yeah. What's what's out of your comfort zone? Uh, it'd have to be certain tricks and vert ramps. You don't like vert, really? Well, I've just never like I've the last time I was at a vert ramp was a shoot Woodward a few years ago, and I just wasn't interested in trying it. And it's mm. it is scary. I might be will. I don't think I would drop in on a vert ramp. Oh, really? From my pegs, one hundred percent. But I don't know if yeah. I would just straight up drop into it. I don't know that I could. I can do it off my. I've done it off my pegs. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm talking like ten foot vert quarter. Yeah. Probably would drop in. Twelve foot or proper size vert ramp. Probably not. See, even uh, Brody from Canada said, I haven't dropped in on Vert yet, scared as hell. Seriously, it's it's a completely different thing. Like, there's that 10-foot quarter at Chango right before the big box. Mm. I've dropped, I've, like, done tricks on that. But you make that thing a Vert quarter, man, that's scary. Wow. That's interesting to me. I never would have guessed that is a challenge for you. I just, it's one of those things, like, I know I could do it. But I'm just scared to do it. Um, another thing that would be out of the comfort zone is like big handrails. Really? Yeah, I mean, I've done a couple rails, but I've never done like a big gnarly rail that's like steep. And I don't really have any interest in it either. Mm -hmm. How come you don't have an interest in it? I'm curious. Because it's like, I feel like it's, I'm not going to do anything other than a double peg on it. And I feel like once I've double pegged a rail, I was satisfied with hitting rails. Because it's like, okay. it's like the point I've gotten to with like uh, subs, like back rails on quarter pipes and stuff. I used to do foofanoos and double pegs on them all the time and film them and do it on every single one that I went to. And now I'm just like, eh, it's the same thing yeah. ever over again. I don't really care. Okay. Uh, let's let's keep that going. Let's, let's keep just that going. Tell everyone my weaknesses for if we ever play a game of bike <laughs> that's got no bounds. Um, it's not necessarily a weakness. It's just a, a boundary you haven't crossed yet. Backflips. I will never in my life do a backflip. Okay, I, I can't say that. Oh. I can't say never in my life because. I uh, the more lately I've been thinking about just doing it, but I really don't want to. Why do you feel like you should? I just look at people doing it. And I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know I could do that. I could. I've, I just had this feeling. Like I would land a backflip in like three tries if I really wanted to. Okay. But I really don't want to. If you don't want to, like, I, I like the whole term freestyle you go yeah. with what you want to yeah and and like ricky likes to talk about like whenever he talks about these people who are like 
really, really, really good. And he's like, oh, I, I'm jealous because I don't, I know I'll never be able to do that. And I wish I could do that. I'm the complete like opposite. Like I probably couldn't do it. Maybe I could, but I have no interest in it. So I don't care that I can't. Right, right. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Brody, vert ramps are very rare. Um, I've been to, if you count the two that are at Woodward, I've been to four different vert ramps. Okay. And have been, I, uh, literally the only one I ever actually put my tires on a road on was the one in Ollie's in Kentucky, but I just like aired it and carved around. Didn't really do anything on it. Um, other than that, oh, I got another big one. PA trails. <laughs> like big, the trails that are like sculpted to be like hard packed square edges. Mm -hmm. Those scare me. You're kidding. I mean, I've I, just, would, I wouldn't have guessed that. I mean, me, they scare the hell out of me. I would, I would try it, but like, you won't, you won't see me doing a 35 foot gap. Yeah. Like you'll, you won't see that. I'll, I'll try and ride like reasonable stuff to a point. I've ridden big dirt jumps like that before, but I don't know. It just scares me and I don't have any interest in it. What about competing? Is that comfortable for you or you just don't want to do it? I'm just not a contest rider. Like, I I feel like... Sorry. I'll explain what I'm doing in two seconds. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm pretty... Pretty, like... Not reasonable. I'm pretty in tune with my abilities. Mm. What I can and can't do. And I've, I feel like I'm just not at the level with what I can do consistently and back-to-back... And at the level to compete where mm -hmm. I would have to. Right. Like you, I can't enter any contest that's not, and not be in pro. It, it would just look bad for me if I entered a contest and didn't go into pro. Mm. I'm not a pro rider, but it would look bad if I didn't. Um, so yeah, I don't know about, I don't know. I think also with like competition, like the people that do that, they have something to prove to themselves, and like it, either you have to prove something to yourself or you don't. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not wrong or right; it's just who they are. Yeah, and it's possible. I've never thought about it like that. And Grant also, like, is a mini ramp rider. Dan, you clearly don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> we also switched though, like, uh, or we shape shift. Because I was, all I wanted to do was ride park, 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 park. And then at the beginning of the summer, um, Steve Kolb started doing Flatland. Yeah. And I started realizing, you know, I used to really like doing that. And then, so I've been doing that lately and just having an absolute blast with it. Like, yeah. That's it, it's good. Just, I'm a kid in the candy store with it because when I was a kid, there was no one to ride with. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm mid-40s, there's people everywhere to ride with that do flatland. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's not bad. Yeah. Kevin Jackson says you need to go pro. 
You know, I thought about it, and when I'm ready, I will. <laughs> Thank you, though, Kevin. <laughs> the thing about it is you don't really get to decide whether or not you go pro like you can in racing. Like, if there have been people who, yes, who told me you are pro BMX rider, but I won't think that I'm pro until or unless there is a company sending me a paycheck every month. Okay. Because you're not considered a professional anything in life unless you get paid for it. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you do at work, you are a professional that. Okay, I'm not a professional BMX rider until I'm paid to do it. And I guess technically, I get paid for YouTube, so you could consider that it, but I don't know. You're a professional YouTuber. Yeah, there you go. Videographer, YouTuber. Yes. Um, Chris Gold did What's a five dollar super chat. Said Stony and Brant Vert and Big Dirt Fund. <laughs> okay, well, thank I you, ride, thank you for I'll, that. I will ride a Vert half pipe with you. Yeah, you just ride I, it. I won't do good on it, but I, I will ride one with you. Yeah, like, there's. I, yeah. I would meet you in Louisville and say, Brant, let's go ride that half. Yeah, and we'll ride it. I'm just, I might not drop in on it. <laughs> Um, so Brody in Canada said, we're the same person regarding flips and dirt jumps. I'm going to build mostly tabletop dirt jumps here. I've seen too many people get worked casing sharp landings. And that's exactly it. And earlier he said a funny one. He said 30 foot gaps with dirt as hard as concrete. What's scary about that? <laughs> that's nothing, exactly nothing it. At all. That's exactly it, dude. Like. We at our trails here, they're so forgiving that you can literally nose or rear case every single jump in a line and still make the next one without yeah. like any fear. And you can sprocket case literally as bad as you can sprocket case and be fine because the dirt isn't rock hard concrete like gonna kill you dirt. And it's because we don't have clay mm -hmm. the same way that they do in Pennsylvania. Uh, Kevin, there's clips from Apple Creek in a lot of my videos. <clears throat> but yeah, those are my... That was, that was a really good question. We talked for quite a while just now about that question. Wait, hold on. I have a follow-up question. No, as many <laughs> as you want to ask, man. I'm an open book. Okay, when you're filming, what's outside of your comfort zone? What do you mean by that, though? Because it's kind of the same thing. Well, I'll give you my example. Um, at the beginning of all my webisodes, I try to put in just something stupid just to kick it off. Yeah. And just for an example, I years ago, a girl called me and left me a voicemail breaking up with me. Yeah. So I used it as the as an intro to a video. That's and funny. Put pictures of people crying while it just it was stupid. And I worry that something like that in this whole Me Too movement or this whole man bashing movement, something like that is gonna come back at me. Because whatever is okay today might not be okay five years from now. 
I don't, I don't know like if anything. Maybe that is assault somehow in five years. No, I don't think it. I don't think you crossed any lines with anything like that. I don't. But think. what about you? What 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 are you uncomfortable filming in your when you make edits? Like, is there anything you're like? Uh, I try not to. Uh, like, I'm pretty big on helmets. I try to always make sure that if I'm filming you, you're wearing a helmet, unless you're a stranger and you do something cool and we just happen to catch it on film. Um, or swearing. I try not to have... Do you mean for myself my or... Just on the things you publish on... Um, on my on YouTube channel? On social media. Okay. Um. Or do you just... Go with whatever, and you've never had that issue, because that's totally possible. Well, I mean, I try to take out. So I, when I'm editing, if there's anything that like might someone, I try to think about it like this: if, if there's something in there that I think someone or the person that it's of might not like seeing, might not want that in a video, mm -hmm. or if they might, it might make them feel weird, may, might make other people feel a certain way about them, or just might not be exactly what they would want any number of people to see, I'll take it out, mm -hmm. no matter how funny it is or anything like that. It's like, it might be hilarious, but I don't know if they would want that on the internet. Right, right. So I, even if I question it whatsoever, I just take it out. What about people falling? Like really gnarly crashes. Are, are you okay with you on that? Yeah, I mean that's that's whatever. It just that's another thing. It depends on the outcome of that. So like if mm -hmm. somebody completely breaks themselves and has to go to the hospital, the only way I'm putting that in there is if one they get up and they're like cool and everything's fine. They just have to go to the hospital and it's like not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Or two, like, they were fine and, like, they didn't get hurt or anything like that. But if somebody went to the hospital, was broke, broke off completely terrible and it was not good, I probably wouldn't use it. Mm -hmm. But I also just, I'm way cautious on things that people might not want to see in a video of themselves. Just because I don't want to have, I don't want to make anyone mad. Yeah. Also, Chris Gold did another five dollars super chat, <laughs> saying, "saying uh, crash is temporary, glory is forever. Women dig scars." <laughs> Ricky, All right, let, let, me, let me switch. Uh, I want to come back to this, but okay. let me tell you about Chris. Um, there was a, and we're also discussing going out of your comfort zone. Uh, there was a contest in Ohio, the one you had, uh, Marty's. Flatland Jam, the one yeah. that had a trail jam going on that same day. Yep. And Chris showed up, and he, it was basically a, hey, just do one trick. And Chris had never entered a contest. He didn't even have his, uh, I don't think he had his bike with him. But, he, and he clearly didn't want to enter it. But I was like, you know, why not? You're here. You can do it on my bike. And I think he did it out of positive peer pressure at first. And then after he did it, he was happy he did. Yeah. And, like, I, how do you not respect that? Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really you know? awesome. That's, like, whenever you make your friend enter the contest and then they win. Yeah. Yep. 
been there several times. I've made Cody enter a contest before, and then he ends up placing, and he's glad he did. <laughs> and then you're the hero. No, oh, he's he... the hero because he won. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, Chris is awesome. Yeah, he's, he's a good a, dude. He's a real good dude. He, he shows up. He hangs out. He, I don't know. Drives a billion hours just to hang out. Yeah. What's up, Jeff Mead? Um, I like this question and answer thing. You're asking me questions of things I've never even thought about talking oh, about. Oh, I have more. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you write these down or something? I brainstormed a couple. Nice. Some well, let's let's go back to filming. Like, okay. Okay. Um, back to talking about crashing. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about, like, with Swap Fest, everyone basically had the same video. And they were all people's crashes. Like, did you have an opinion on that? I didn't think anything of it being people's crashes and stuff. Like, what the majority of the videos there, that's all they were. Well, that seems like that's most of what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of crashing. And then, like, but I feel like... Are you talking people from different angles or people using the exact same clip? from the same just, camera just crashing in general i can't i well, don't like watching it i i certainly don't like including it i'm unless gonna it, it, unless it tells part of the story like a vital part of the story well crashing is part of bmx too though like mm -hmm. like you can't that's like whenever people don't show bad things just because they don't they want to only include positive stuff it's like yeah, that's cool, and it makes a good show, and you can do that. But if you want to be real, you got to include that, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, when it comes to the crashing in a lot of videos, things from Swamp Fest, I would imagine that that could have been due to the fact of how chaotic that event was, that it was probably so easy to film nothing but crashes and then miss the tricks getting landed. Right, right. That's, eh. like it, with me, it was just if I saw one video, I saw them all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just how an event video like that's going to be. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, when so is that? February? March? They didn't. It's going to be announced soon. Are you going? I want to. I yeah. can't go anywhere else until then if I do. I. I kind of want to go to that, but I'm not like, I don't like camping. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If I go to it, that's only going to be that. It's only going to be for that. Like I'm, I'm going to go to Swamp Fest, go to it for that day, maybe the day before, but I'm not going to do the whole camping. Like yeah. maybe I'll sleep in the car for one night, but it'll only be a one night type deal after that it'll be like normal vacation trip i guess it's close to corner skate park i have no idea i think it's like in the no. middle of nowhere mm. so like you could go in any direction to any number of different things um so in regards to the crashing thing R ricky said people need to learn to look at it on a different mind frame sometimes the side action is better than the riding which can be true for sure Chris. Wait, Montana Ricky? Yeah. Montana Ricky, what's up? I hey, we can patch him videos. in. He messaged me back or texted me back about going live 
after we already planned to do it. <laughs> well, we can go short if you want to have mine. I got no problem. No, we could patch him in at the same time. But uh, real quick, before we do that, and he can let me know if he wants to do that, but uh, then Chris said Dave Young's Nowhere Fast section has some crazy crashes. I think that's also part of it. Like, if you're making a video section, or even in, like, YouTube video and stuff, if you crash really freaking hard, you might as well put it in there because you crashed. It's over mm -hmm. with. Like, you're not going to change the fact that you crashed, so, like, why not show, you know, show that you're... You got up, you made it through, and you're good. Ricky immediately texted me, <laughs> call me. <laughs> uh, then then Brody said, back in the day, all the videos had crash songs. I'd rather not watch them, but it's nice to see the work to get the clip sometimes. And yeah, Swamp Fest needs to show the crashes. It's crazy. Swamp Fest crashes are freaking crazy. Ricky Lopez ad. All right, so it's calling Ricky right now. Um, oh, I froze up. Where am I? Did it work? Can you hear me? It says it's calling him. Can you hear me? Ricky Lopez unavailable. Check, check, check. I I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. My screen went black for a second. Hmm. I think it might have been because of trying to do that with me. Is there multiple? Oh, there's multiple Ricky Lopez's in here. <laughs> Just like there's multiple Stonies in here. So you're hitting up random Rickies and inviting him in? No, he's Wait. just like you and has two different. Oh, there he is. He's hey, hey, is it working? Yeah, you're in. Am I Brother? in marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I didn't know that we had Heath Ledger back from the dead. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a zombie. I'm a little bit early. Hell a yeah, early man. for Halloween. Hell yeah. Uh, nice to uh, face see you or meet you. Dude, we're Facebook friends. Do you, do you know I have any idea how excited I was when you accepted my friend request? No way. I, I swear. Because I, 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 I work on an assembly line. So I listen to YouTube videos <laughs> all day long. And I am loving that you're just talking every morning. And just whatever's on your mind. And it's it's it's... It's got good energy to it. I dig it. Well, thanks, man. Uh, I got a lot of the confidence from hanging out with Brant Moore. Just every day, me and Brant will get on and just talk about random BMX things for three hours straight. So I was like, well, I could do a half an hour like nothing if I could do <laughs> three hours. And then uh, Billy Perry said I needed to do something. So I was like, all right. Uh, I got a little sneak preview. I had Dustin, not Justin, in the car with me. And... Um, Tomorrow, if you guys watch my video, I'm giving out the password to Rodeo Peanuts Instagram. In it's your in video? video? What? <laughs> you better, you know, <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking right now because it would be bad. Well, either way, I'm making it public as shit. I don't care. It's subliminally in there. Figure it out for yourselves. Got to watch the video tomorrow. It's 30 minutes long of me and Dustin talking about Rodeo Peanuts. Jesus I'm probably going to start as usual, but you're welcome. That's Brett, funny. What? Brett, you already know that I love doing random dumb shit anyway. I know, I know. It just immediately my mind goes to how that could get ruined really quick by one person. Uh, well, either Brett. way, there's a password. You have to figure it out, but it's in there. 
That's interesting. It is. No one's ever done that. So if you oh. want to run Rodeo Peanut, you got your chance, boys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, I didn't come on here for self-promotion i came on here because uh i actually like that stony is asking you genuine questions about things that people don't actually think about yeah i like didn't even this. think about them <laughs> really uh, yeah i i think that camera angle thing that you have is really important like today i went to a gt contest and like uh justin bethaman or whatever was there Bentian. Uh, yeah i can't say his last name it's uh Jeff Z was there. Yeah. And then uh, who's the other filmer, the old school filmer? Uh, blah, 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 fucking Dowdy, no. Um, either way, there was another cool, dope-ass filmer there. But they were all filming three or four different angles of the same clips. And it was just like, man, if I was a true vlogger, I would have just filmed Butcher watching the whole time. <laughs> Butcher was there. You probably and, you know, should have done exactly what you were thinking, Ricky. Yeah. Right, but when he asked that, you could just, every single video you do watch, you basically get to watch it with four different angles, and it's the same shit. And it's yeah, boring. you're right. You're right. And it doesn't have any context or any feeling. I, I always feel like, I don't know, maybe maybe because sometimes BMX has sponsors, and you got to live up to those, and those are the guys paying for the footage, so you got to go with that. But I just feel like people need to take more chances. People not on to, this channel, you know, baby. Huh? <laughs> I said, not on this channel. We don't got sponsors. The sponsors no, no, are the people watching. No, no, I don't mean it watching. that way. I mean, when they go out and they're doing things. I know. I'm saying, I'm saying that this is not going to be like that. One day when I do go to all those events, it's going to be different. <laughs> Good. And yeah. that's what needs to happen. And I also like the group of people that hang out in this because they're all freedom thinkers. They're all peoples with their own minds, and collectively coming together can actually create something better for the sport. Oh, absolutely. I'm very sick and tired of people that are older, like myself, getting casted out of BMX, when realistically we need a foundation. We need people that are older. We need people with wisdom to keep BMX going. Man, Dave Vendispec was the greatest bike rider ever, and obviously he's not alive anymore. But I'm saying people like that, are really good for BMX in a sense that their wisdom and knowledge could create so much better for our sport instead of, oh, this new kid's doing a double bar spin. Let's give him all the coverage and all the sponsors and all the money. Or just, let's dude, just forget about someone else. Or you're a really good person to talk about this with. How freaking every single flow rider who's getting added to companies right now is all the exact same person in a different body. <laughs> literally it's insane you watch a flow welcome to flow video from blank company it's the exact same tricks with the exact same style of riding it, it's insane right. was it barston tail lift 360 it's <laughs> feeble grind to hard 180 bar to some sort of backlash trick to some sort of bar spin off of a gap to like it's all the exact same thing. Well, you you have to think about the formula, buddy. Whatever's famous in music right now, if country's the hot thing, every new rapper is going to be a country singer. Right? Right. So it's the same thing with BMX. If Exaplanders are the big fucking thing and everyone wants to be Dustin Condensa or whatever his name is, then everyone's going to do Exaplanders. That's the new hot trick. 
kids are unwilling to take a chance and be different. Well, now, the f- here's the thing, though, dude. The thing right now, though, is that it's like it's like we're restarting the Flatledge era again. Uh, I, I mean, all it takes is all it takes is people to realize that like guys like Chris Kyle are trying to come into that weirdness, but we're not accepting it all as weirdos because we know what he's doing kind of thing. It's not genuine. Maybe that's my opinion. Maybe I'm being harsh. I just don't feel like Chris Kyle's actually doing that. But when I watch like Dan Conway put on back breaks and start doing new tricks and stuff, I actually believe that mm-hmm. from being breakless, you know, in four pegs going two pegs to back breaks. I don't know. I BMX is monkey see, monkey do. If they think it's cool, they'll do that until it gets played out and then some new dude, new dude comes in and it gets taken over. Look at look at Jason Watts. He was the dope new Australian. Now that little fifteen year old kid's better than him and does all of his tricks. Yeah, no he doesn't. <laughs> That kid's pretty fucking good. That kid's not doing tuck no hander to knack knack nose manual or decade to manual. Especially if you ask that kid, he could. I don't know. That kid's pretty damn good. It turns into a robotic thing because it is what you see and what you do. I think think, uh, (laughs) saying Chris Fox would have been a better comparison for like that kid. Like that kid's going to come in and take over for. Chris Fox and Larry Edgar whenever they get older. I was just seeing Australian and that goofy one-footed table thing that they do, like the little stubby leg. That's what I meant by the comparison. No. Well, that kid, literally, I've never seen someone go that high on a six or seven-foot quarter as him. Yeah. If you're making Larry Edgar have to try, that's fucked. Yeah, and this kid is effortlessly going that high. Wait, who who are you guys talking about? Josh Dove. They call him Dovey. And where's he out of? Australia. Australia. He's in the Vans contest. And he's a scooter guy? No, he's just a 16-year-old or 15-year-old kid who can go to the moon. Oh, okay. It's insane. If you watch any of the coverage, you'll see him. Because he's like, he went from this year being in the AM stuff... To in the pro mm-hmm. stuff. Jeez. Yeah, kid is amazing. So, Stoney, how old are you? I am 45 years old. Okay. So, at your time, when you came into BMX, it was kick turns, dick kicks, dick kicks, Joe Johnson. You had all these amazing riders, and they were setting the bar. They were inventing tricks. How does it feel... To be from a time when everyone was full factoried out with full face helmets, inventing tricks, to now where kids keep saying "new learn" and this is a new trick. How does how does that feel for someone being forty five? I have a couple of different points of huh? view on it. I said, "Can you hear me?" Yeah. Okay. I have a couple of different points of view on it. Like part of me is, as long as you're on your bike riding it. That's good for everybody. Everybody wins. Yes. But um, as far as, like, the style that they're doing it, it's just not my – a lot of it's just not for me. And I, if you want to do it and you're having fun and there's a smile on your face and you're rolling, I couldn't support you anymore. Just – I'm a ride-and-let-ride kind of guy, you know? But, okay. But, like, 
seeing the old schoolers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you say that again, Ricky? You were cutting out like crazy. You froze up a little bit. Okay. Growing up, who was your favorite rider? That will give me a better understanding of what you like. Um, well, you mentioned Diz Hicks, funny enough, and he was the very first BMXer I ever saw on a show. Like, I didn't know anything about BMX. A buddy of mine said, hey, let's go to this thing. It's called CW Bikes. And we went, and Diz Hicks was just this rock star on a bicycle, and I was hooked. So, like, and he was all full factory, helmet, leathers, everything. Um, I dug it, but at the same time, riding in shorts and a tank top is fantastic. <laughs> so I, I can relate to both. Interesting. Am, am I making sense? I think Ricky froze. Ricky, no, don't freeze. Yeah. Am I freezing? You're good. You're there now. Am I alive? You're alive. You are alive. Okay, I was going to say a little history on me. When I was 11 years old, 11 years old at an NBL dirt jumping contest, Joe Johnson taught me 360. What? Yeah. And then, How cool is that? It, pretty good. And then at a red line jumping, uh, at a red line fucking, uh, a red line, like what are those shows called when you go and do shows? Stunt show? Get, like the two hip shows. Yeah, Stunt show. Jump show. Uh, on a 12-foot quarter, um, John Bristol taught me five forties when I was twelve. <laughs> when you were twelve, yeah, I learned fives, but five forties on uh, a Burt ramp. I could only get my front wheel to the top, not out of it. But I was doing them when I was twelve. How long did it take you to get them? Uh, I could do a three fakie, so then he's just like forced the five. I think it took me like ten tries, and I got one. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's funny the guys that you grew up watching at the AFA contest, and then later on riding, what like built me to get where I am, was mm -hmm. all the dudes that you probably grew up watching, like uh, Diego, Dave Volker, Josh White, Team Haro, Diego uh, Luca, Diego Luca, what is that? Deluco, Deluca, Deluca, Diego Deluca. What's that guy's name? That dumb. Uh, see now when I have to say their names and I'm on pressure, I can't say their names. Either way, Dave Vanderspeck and Eddie Roman are the best riders ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't funny. know about best riders ever, but they're they're pretty high up there. I, I just I just love them. I uh I talked to Brent sometime, and just for shits and giggles, obviously it would be my own opinion. I want to make the top 100 riders, and when I see certain people put on certain lists, I can't even put them in my like top. 20 sometimes and maybe i'm a hypocrite or maybe it goes by what i like but they're just some riders like uh vital bmx just made up the top riders of this year and did they I really list, it blew my mind oh Grant, remember what yeah yeah okay that's what you're talking about i yeah, thought uh scotty cramner was number one i thought you were talking about them. A subjective Nothing against list. him or anything, but I don't think he's number one BMX or in BMX at this moment. And I don't know what they're basing it on. Maybe popular. it's a vote. It's a vote. It's not just like them deciding that. Oh uh, well, I didn't read the, the things, but as soon as I, I just heard that, I was like, oh, I could think of a thousand things. 
And if I went with top BMXers now, oh, that's a tough one, though, too. I like Courage Adams, though. Holy shit, that kid's good. Yeah, he's real good. Stoney, I want to hear your current favorite rider who rides right now. Honest to God, if I tell you, you're going to laugh at me, but it's totally true. I could ride with Steve Kolb all day, every day. That's fair. I I absolutely love hanging out with that kid on the bike. That's he totally just, fair. He's so positive. He's encouraging. He has an accent. He's fun to watch. He has the best Canadian accent you'll ever <laughs> hear. <laughs> but as like, and he's, I, he's a lot like you and Trevor. He gets his names out there, but I don't think it's out there as much as it should be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, is that is that his own fault because he doesn't put himself out there? Or is it because certain people can't relate to that? He definitely puts himself out there quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does put himself out there. And he's, he's constantly putting his clips out. Sorry, go ahead, Brian. No, I was just going to say he's always sending his videos to like people to post. That's awesome. Yeah, he's always on BMX Union. But I think that falls on sponsors more than it does the riders. Because, like, uh, what event was I at? Okay, at the Jenga event. Yeah. I think OFG was the only sponsor to um, push it on their social media. But there were a ton of sponsors that should have. Like it's a, it's a you help each other, you know. Well, it wasn't organized by a huge name in BMX, so it did not get any attention. And that's that's my beef with BMX. No, you're and, not wrong. Okay, they don't need to do it, but they should. No, you're right. Really wrong. Well, that's the other part where it comes into the industry part. And I guess I could say it because I work it and I live it. And I feel like a lot of companies won't do anything unless they make something or benefit from it. But they don't want to publicly say it. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm on the cusp of being one of those people that should shut his fucking mouth. But at the same time, <laughs> if you're going to be one of those dudes talking all this shit and saying you love BMX. <coughs> Brandle, Brandle. <coughs> maybe you should do more than try to benefit just one thing out of it. That, I, and, and maybe I'm sounding like a pit poor old fuck, but it, it's true. Like, and I'm guilty of it. I just went to a GT jam, and I told myself, like, you're going to go to this because you're always preaching about supporting everybody, and you never go to hardly anything. So, you know, that's the hard part. I just feel like there's a lot of greediness, and maybe it's wrong for me to be like, oh, Crandall, do this. I know Crandall does a lot. But I know he does it more, it seems like, in the name of FBM than he does it for the name of BMX, in my eyes. Now, if he told me and we talked and had a conversation about it and he changed my mind about it, then I would like that. But looking on the outside, from the position that I work and what I know, it feels more toward for him. And I understand it, it's his company and he has to push it. But, I mean, if you love BMX so much, man, how about everybody? Because... Uh, and what I say by this is, obviously, I just don't do what I'm doing. Like, I'm not just supporting Merit because I work at Merit or BMX or Brand. Like, I have old school pages that I run. You know, I run Y2K BMX. I also help out with mid-school BMX. 
I also help out with the old school BMX pages that are on Facebook. So I tried to do everything that I can to give back. And I, I don't know, maybe now I'm on a tantrum. See, I just got started because I just get pissed when people say they love BMX so much. But yet guys like you are doing something and no one's even helping to put that out there. And then it always comes back to the same shit, money. All right, Brent. Well, you said you wanted a freelance person coming out here ranting. No, you're okay. You're about. okay. I'm trying to think of what I want to say back because because I think there's some you definitely have a point with a lot of that, but there's some things you're not considering with it. Of course, I'm just sitting here ranting. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's just it's the fact of like those like you mentioned Crandall. Crandall's somebody who's like trying to keep an entire bike company afloat not like he's not like we are where you have a full-time job stoney has a full-time job i have a lot going on <laughs> uh and we we aren't necessarily trying to run an entire company so i feel like they're in a position where it's harder and they have to think more about the well-being of the company than we do yeah, about what we're doing. But at the same time, if you're preaching you love BMX and you're doing things, then you should show more support for it. It's not hard for you to message something or show out a flyer or do something. If there's a contest that's right by Ithaca and it's uh, who's the kid with the 50 pound bike and he has that contest and it's the town over, you yeah. should be advertising that and telling everybody to go to that and support it. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm pretty sure he isn't. But uh, maybe I, uh, there I go again. See, I'm a, I'm really good at getting on tangent. Or You're fine. Like a certain way. You're I'm fine. Just, just being honest. It's awesome that that's the best kind of person to have when you're um, discussing something on YouTube. Like you have strong opinions. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I could be wrong for certain things. I, I I know enough factors where I can't say certain things, and I have ideas. For why I would say single out Crandall on that thing. Mine is more towards, I get it, you own a company in that. I'm not talking about the company. I'm talking about the idea of saying you love BMX. Yeah. If you love BMX, prove it more in a way that doesn't have anything to do with you benefiting. It's not hard to have somebody DM you, give you a contest flyer, and then you go in your stories and put it out there. Stories mm -hmm. is the most non- God, this sounds crazy too. It, it it has it's an easy way of just putting something out there to please people, but it doesn't really have the context that it does if you put it on an Instagram post. Mm -hmm. So I just it, it's easy. All you gotta do is repost it and help a person, and I, everybody wins. Like yeah, it's, we all win together. Yeah, and that's a hard part. And I don't know what people are saying in the chat right now because I'm pretty good at starting up controversy or pretty good at literally. No one's saying anything. Only thing is that Brody said this is gold. <laughs> no one said anything. <laughs> and and uh, I'm not trying to do things that I know it could eventually get me hurt in certain ways. Not hurt so much that like my boss will say, hey, Ricky, you're hurting merit or anything. But in a way that if I get around, it sounds crazy too, but if I start talking to Hoffman or I talk to Dennis McCoy or I talk to somebody and I have a conversation and say it gets back towards them, you know, they could accept the fact that I'm trying to, you know, support and help out guys with the foundation to help us. But at the same time, since I have certain things that I know that I shouldn't 
no and say publicly doesn't help either. So then it's like I'm cheating because I have an idea of why I'm saying certain people. Mm -hmm. I know something that's obviously in industry knowledge more, which which is like two facing it too at the same time. Which, by the way, your face paint perfect. I should be wearing that. Uh, <laughs> and that's the hard part. And like I always say that I have to tread on like certain waters because it's like I am I am cheating by like knowing and hearing certain things or being a part of certain things and. Like right now, I might as well say it. I call Brant constantly. We have ideas, we talk about things, and one day I will be able to be a sparrow, and maybe I'll turn into a catfish. Maybe people won't like it. Maybe people won't believe me. Maybe people won't like me. But at the same time, I won't do it in a way that destroys things or picks on people or hurts people or destroys careers. I'll try to be diplomatic, and if I'm wrong about something, I will apologize. I will say to people, I'm so sorry that I said something. Maybe I was misinformed or I was being an asshole because we're all human. But when you talk about doing a contest and having something and no one wants to support it, I get fucking heated. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, like with Brent, I think Brent, I, I don't know. I've been, me and Brent have been doing YouTube together for like almost two years and I've seen him grow so much and I think he deserves so much. And we talked and go through so many things and it's like pmx is a fucking pain in the ass <laughs> you know, it's, it's a love-hate situation look at how look at how crazy this is i'm in my car getting ready to go to my woman's house brent's playing with lizards and i don't know <laughs> if you're getting ready to sell halloween costumes or scare the shit out of people in sororities Either way, we're grown-ass men having conversations about things on a YouTube channel. Why? How yeah. many people are watching? Thirteen. Woo! I, on that note, I love all thirteen of you motherfuckers. I gotta leave. Stony, good to meet you up close and personal, Very nice to brother. Meet you, man. Really, seriously, and Brent, seriously, thanks for doing this. I love the shit out of it. You know I do. We'll figure out something. By the way, guys, watch my YouTube channel. There's a subliminal in there. If you want the password to roll your <laughs> it's fucking in there. Love all you guys. Marijuana. Wow. Cheers, man. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's one thing that I wanted to say, but he didn't give me a chance. Okay. It seems... Okay, so somebody in the chat said every company wants to be around Swamp Fest. And they're right. And it seems like there's just a, it's kind of an understandable thing. There's just a level of, something has to be at a certain level for a company to want to put that much into it. It has to be the cool thing to do. Yeah, like, I feel, well, there's not, not so much, like, yes, there's that, but I feel like, you're not going to have, like, the Changa contest. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have, like, S&M was a sponsor of it. Was it S&M and Fit? I think so. Either way, you're not going to have, maybe that's a bad example. Either way, you're not going to have the people from that company go to that contest. They might support mm -hmm. it. They might send product to it. But they're not going to go to it because it's not on the same level and it's not worth that, that 
they don't get that much of a return on what they're doing by going or it's like do you get what I'm trying to say I do but like if you have the writer's interest in mind there he had a pretty good cash purse I think didn't he yeah or didn't you guys have a yeah he had a like, good cash purse but it was also because a single entity donated a sum of money dedicated for it so that helped a lot but if you're a writer and like if you're a company hey um so and so could use the payday and he's got talent let's send him to let's send him here you i'm know? not saying He'll sending benefit, writers i'm saying in general the company and the people from the company mm. but the prize okay. purse that that for that changa contest was not worth a plane ticket Oh, no? I really don't think so. Okay. It was probably good, and it was probably good for someone to drive several hours. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it was plane ticket big. Oh, before I forget, I have to rewind. I think Hoffman retweeted the flyer. I'm not positive. I think he did, though. Well, that's his thing, too. A lot of those companies will send out the flyer. It's just they. I don't think they'll... It The things that they're supporting are at a level that they want to support them, but not a level that they want to actively be involved with them. Mm -hmm. Which is understandable to a point. I mean, there's so much that goes on. I think what I have a problem with with it is whenever all of these people say, oh, there needs to be more events in BMX after something like Swamp Fest happens. And they mm -hmm. say that as there's probably hundreds of jams going on every year throughout yeah. just the U.S. that don't get any attention from like mm -hmm. that. But it's easy to get caught up in that energy, though. Right, exactly. Like, I, I understand how it could happen, but it when that energy is awakened, another energy is put to sleep. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, let's. this is awesome. We should go to every contest, and then you go to a contest that isn't quite what Swamp Fest, or I'm just using that as an yeah. example, isn't quite what that was, and then you're kind of like, eh, it's a contest, you know? Yeah. Right, and that's why, like, there's two sides of everything. That's kind of what I try to do. I try to be that person who brings up both sides and the opposite side when someone's thinking about something, because my opinion is... If you can't argue both sides of something you have an opinion towards, you have no business holding your opinion. Because it oh, means definitely. that you're completely ill-informed and you don't know enough or haven't thought enough about it for your opinion mm -hmm. to mean anything. I concur. Yeah, I so, can relate very so strongly. It's, it's very easy. Like, Ricky thinks about both sides of it. He's, he's in the industry. He knows both sides of it, so he has his opinion there. But it's very easy for people to jump on the bandwagon and spout opinions without having any sort of thought towards both sides. Mm. Nice, clean, wholesome fun at Simple Session. No mud. I wish that was true. <laughs> There is so much involved with Simple Session that is crazy, that mostly has to do with partying, 
before and after the event. Have you heard, like, uh, how do I even say this? I hear horror stories about the partying at BMX events. And it's not even stuff that I would find funny. It's just like, I don't know, someone masturbating onto someone while they're sleeping or because they passed out drunk or just crazy stuff that I'm just like, uh, I'm good. I don't, I'm, I'm good without that. You know, there's just, dude, there's a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And, my, and if everyone involved is okay with it, more power to them. That's just not my thing. <laughs> it's uh, the whole drink, keep drinking, drinking, drinking until you pass out, and then try to ride a bike or I don't know. It's the yeah. I honestly I don't know enough to say much. Um, I think that's a question, Sigma. I think you meant to say am I and not I am. Am I right in thinking Swamp Fest is more like a rider grassroots down and dirty jam, more about riders meeting up and having fun? That's one hundred percent. No, that's Cornhucket. Well, that's both. But that's but exactly what Cornhucket is. That's both. That's both. You think? Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, it is, but like of the two, I don't, I don't look at Swamp Fest like that. It's. I'm not saying it's not that way, just I, I don't see it that way. It's a jam. It's not a contest. It's... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Cornhucket is like the... the clean, not as well-known version of Swamp Fest. But I think that's the charm to it, because... And I love Cor I love Carl. I love Nowhere. Yeah, I love absolutely. That he's doing right. But if Cornhucket takes off like Swamp Fest, it'll take away from it. I think. I don't think that's the thing, though. I don't. It. The reason that it probably won't take off the way that Swamp Fest did is because you can't have just the random salty old BMX rider that doesn't ride anymore go to Cornhucket just to get drunk and know that he's going to have no consequences for his actions. Right, right, right. It'll, that'll never happen at Cornhucket. So, like, that just immediately, that takes away, like, half of the people who probably go to Swamp Fest. Because <laughs> those people go there and they just, they know that they have zero consequences for their actions. So it's just like a release. Yeah. I've literally had this conversation with Carl. Yeah. Like we've talked about specifically Swamp Fest and like I told him exactly what I just said. Mm. Like it's a release to go to Swamp Fest. You can go there, you can do whatever the heck you want. You can light stuff on fire, you can get drunk, you can do anything you want to. And it's gonna be fine. But you can't do that at Cornhucket because that's not what it's about. Right. It's not about the party, it's about the bikes. Yeah, I agree. And Swamp Fest might not be meant to be about the party. Totally about the party. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's meant to be the, for the party from like Trey Jones's standpoint. Yeah. But the people who all show up make it about the party. Know what I'm saying? You got any more questions for me? I liked that part. That was nice. I I I have a couple. Let's hear actually. it. Actually. 
Well, I kind of know the answer to this, but I, I, I want to hear. We'll it. see if I you know the your answer. answer. Let's see if you know the answer. Okay, what is your end game with BMX? Specifically, like, in order for you to raise your arms in victory, what has to happen as far as BMX is concerned? Only BMX, not you, YouTube, riding. not YouTube, not YouTube, just the riding. Well, YouTube is part of your BMX. It wasn't always though, so you well, have to decide if it's YouTube included. I'll do both. I would say include it because I'm going to do both. Your... I'm going to okay. boil it just down to BMX. Go for it. And I'm going to say I've already, it's already been, it's, it's already there. Like, I, I don't know. I don't have a, and there was never an end goal for it. Mm -hmm. It's just do what I want to do on my bike. If I think of a trick that I think I can do, I want to try and do it to the point that I can do it. Yeah, it's already there and it's always been there. All right, let's let's make the canvas a little bigger. Yeah. Where do you want? Is there anywhere specific you want to bring BMX or a certain way you want to show it that it's not being shown that you have an idea for? That there's, there's when a, it's all said and done, dude, this is what you want to see. There's so many lenses this could be looked at through, like the lens Just of your, your first first gut instinct lens. Well, the lens of uh, lip lords and bringing back lip tricks. Like making breaks and lip tricks popular again. I want to, I would love, not I want, I would love five years from now to look back and be like, Lip Lords helped make lip tricks popular again in BMX. Mm. It is though. There are more people running front breaks now than there have been in years. I don't think that's just Lip Lords fault, but the tech side of things where there's a lot of pros that are posting lip tricks lately. Mm -hmm. and I've just seen the progression of it, and even, oh, I got a good story. Let's hear your good story. So we were at the jam last weekend, Kevin's jam. Okay. And after it was over, uh, stand there in a group of people, Charlie's there, Charlie Crunlish, Ryan Biz Jordan FaceTimes Charlie. He answers, he's doing whatever. He, so he turns the camera and shows everybody he's standing with, he gets kind of slowly. He gets to me, and Biz goes, "I know you. You're the guy who does the all the back wheel stuff." And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, you're the guy who does the foot in the tire thing on the spine." And I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, as far as that kind of stuff goes, like the BMX by itself thing, like, it is already there. I realized it was there whenever I went up and I talked to Scotty for the first time and he literally said, I know you, Brant, Brant Moore. <laughs> I'm like, like, that was the point where I'm like, yep, like it doesn't get better than this. How long ago was that? At the, uh, the, the Scotty Kramer jam that they did, uh, that Gromdad did for him. Oh, okay. It was at that. So what That's was awesome. that, three years, something like that? I'm not going to lie. Every time he hits like on my Instagram, a little part of me is like, ah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's exciting. It's pretty cool. Because it's, 
just because I have so much respect for him. Yeah. And yeah. to get a nod, that's, yeah, that's kind of, that's a good feeling. Yeah. JJ, anyway, that's exactly oh, the sorry, point. No, uh, just someone in the chat, first person said, hell yeah, Brant, back to proper freestyle where no one tells you what to do or how to set up your bike or what tricks to do. Exactly. Then JJ said, Lip Lords makes me want to step away from the norm and be different. Watching it on Insta has me wanting to try something new. That is part of the point, literally. That's like awesome. Like that, and, and I think it would be amazing to legitimately be able to like recognize a change or an influence in mainstream BMX because of it. I think well, it would be, be cool. let, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I just said I think it'd be cool. Well, let me switch it up a little bit. Okay. Let's say you're 95 years old. You had to stop riding five years ago because uh, you hurt your hip. What do you regret not doing that you wanted to? Nothing. Nothing? There's nothing I always do inside exactly of you that you're I like, want I want to do this one thing, but I don't have it yet? Or I want to, I want to see BMX do this one thing that it, you haven't steered it there yet? Because you mean, are an influencer, whether you know it or not. Maybe. You're, you're, you're a pretty big one. I don't think I don't think there will ever be anything because I always do exactly what I want to do with things. I don't I don't like shy away from something because I'm scared of it. I mean, there's certain like topics I won't really talk about because Mm -hmm. of those things, and it's just because things haven't got to a level yet that I feel like it wouldn't be able to ruin me talking about it. but in regards to riding or things like lip lords or anything like that, like a, the game of bike is a perfect example. Uh, I had the idea, and three days later we were starting, mm. like just doing it. It's a good question. I have a Dave Volker story. Oh yeah, I, and I'm embarrassed of it. And I will tell you that <laughs> Dave Volker story. If you, and I'm only bringing this up because you guys were doing the foot plant episode. Yeah. So I was, I want to say I was 25. This was right around 2000-ish. And I had just gotten off work. And there was a deli that I, they made this Mexican sub. And it was phenomenal. So I needed dinner, so I swung by the deli to get something to eat, and Team GT was in the parking lot doing a demo show, and Dave Volker was there. And I am I know him. That's Dave Volker. Awesome. Yeah. So I kind of went over there, and, hey, how you doing? Introduced myself, and we started chit-chatting. And <laughs> he's like, so do you still ride? And I get chills douche chills even thinking this I actually said no I stopped I'm too old (laughs) I told Dave Volker that and now 20 years later what am I doing I'm trying to get old people back on bikes I owe that man the biggest apology I can't even imagine what went through his head about like did I insult him and not know it because he's older than I am 
That's but funny. That's my Dave Walker story. That's funny. Hey, it's a it was a precursor foreshadowing to this. It kind of was. Which is good, because now you're doing it. You're in. You're uh, inspiring people to get back on their bikes. Um, doing something. I can't quite put my finger on what it is. <laughs> if there's anything that's influenced BMX, it's all of the older people who have gotten back on their bikes in the past three or four years. Because there are more dudes coming back into BMX than there mm -hmm. might be kids getting into it. You're right. It's insane. And you know what's crazy? How many companies do you see taking advantage of that or even showing it? GT, because they picked Dave Volker back up. Kind of. They picked him up with a 29-inch bike. It was probably all they could make happen at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, then you got Odyssey, because they just did that uh, 10 spot thing with Mike Aiken. But I don't think that necessarily is the same thing. Right. Other than that, I don't know. Well, there's the Flatlanders that Red Bull gets behind big time. There's a couple of them. Um, Dom, I don't know how to say his last name. It's on my video, all the guys from um, the Voodoo Jam. Like, uh -huh. Red Bull is a big part of that, and I guess they throw bucket loads of money at them, from what I hear. I don't know. I don't have first-hand knowledge of that, but Red Bull isn't a bike company. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm thinking, like, like how has there not been a bike company that's pushing an old, like older riders again? Mm -hmm. It's blowing my mind because mo the majority of people who are spending money on bikes and bike parts are older than 18. Mm -hmm. The vast majority. It has to be. Even though it's a lot of it's probably for their kid, mm -hmm. it's still probably people who are over 18. I do know that Haro has been... Haro. A lot of the older riders. Haro is one because they're making all of those bikes for the older riders. Mm -hmm. They're not making those Haro Masters for 15-year-old kids. No. No, 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 no. So Haro might be the only company that's really, like, trying. Mm -hmm. And that's... And that's all, that's all John Bolton. That's what I was just going to say. I talked to that guy when we were at Interbike. Mm -hmm. He was so enthusiastic about it. I don't know if he knew who I was, but we sat there and we talked about it for freaking over an hour, probably. It mm -hmm. was crazy. And he's like a writer. He's not some corporate guy who's just punching computer buttons. You know? Right, right. Someone said BF, BF, BF. Yes, Brian Foster. Okay, here's the thing that I'll say about the older writer thing. I feel like you can't really count someone like in the supporting older riders things that was there from the time they started until now mm -hmm. because they've been there the whole time. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. You know, like I, obviously it still counts, but it's not, it's not the same thing. It's not really what I'm trying to say. I'm saying like 
what would really be an example of what I'm talking about is if a bike company right now picked up a 40-year-old rider and promoted him. Who could you really, like, I'll use Bill Nitschke for an example. Bill Nitschke is an energy like I've never seen before in my life. Yeah. He, he is someone, if you had a product, this is the guy you want representing your product. He's going to tell everyone about it. He's going to be loud about it. And he can back it up with the, with the talent. Yeah. You know? And plus he has the respect of all the writers already. If I own a bike company, I am throwing money at that guy. Yeah. You know? But, and like you're saying, it's just not happening. Yeah. And it should, you know? I really think it should. I noticed, like... After I made that, after I did that live stream asking if older riders were ignored or underrepresented in mainstream BMX, I noticed a little bit of a shift, which was kind of crazy because I actually like did notice, but mm -hmm. but it's not what I want. <laughs> it's not far yeah. enough. I want to see this Alan Sibley guy from the UK who they did the ride on talks, which I still need to watch. They did that with him. I want to see that guy get picked up by a real BMX company because that dude does it all. Mm. He'll go he'll go eight foot out of a seven foot quarter, and then he'll go and do a, a five tap no footer, or like a five tap X up on a quarter. Like the dude's really amazing at riding bikes, and he's committed to it. He's constantly sending me clips and posts on Instagram from other people, constantly. It, mm -hmm. There's not a week that's gone by, I don't think, where he hasn't sent me something related to BMX that was not him. Mm -hmm. Like, the dude is living BMX, and I think that companies should support that. Like, do I don't we, know how they don't. Do we really cater to 13 to 15-year-old kids forever? I don't get it. That's not the demographic of BMX anymore. Why no, is it still the primary target for marketing? It's because, and it's, it's, unfortunately, it's business. These kids, we can get their money from them now. We might not be able to get it from them in a couple years. Let's do it. You know? Is it and really it's that? Shady. It's well, so shady. Listen here, though, for a second. Why are okay. we in a BMX recession if that's what works? Why are, like, seriously, why is BMX declining so much in everyone's eyes as far as the industry goes if what they're doing is working? Right, right. Guess what? Wake up, guys. You're not doing it right. Change it up. <laughs> but you can't really... If someone were to tell you how to edit your videos, how receptive would you be to it? I don't know. It depends on um, how in tune they are with video editing. And okay, how much true. they pay attention, like it, it would just depend on the person and the situation, and like, and how involved with things they are. Okay, with that, with what you just said, everyone at the top of the ladder. Well, I don't know this for sure, but my impression is everyone at the top of the ladder. They all think they're doing great. Clearly, so there's, clearly, there's we wouldn't change, be saying as far as they know, and. To admit something needs to be changed would be admitting that they're wrong. Clearly, Which, people are wrong because BMX I, I is agree. failing. <laughs> That's, yeah. But 
the people up here don't have to admit they're wrong. They're they're selling, they could sell 500 mountain bikes to Walmart tomorrow and not even think about it. You know? Yeah. It, it's just. It's unfortunate, but it's business. Well, maybe I'm completely wrong, and and BMX is doing better than we think. But but everything that we hear from people says that BMX is doing bad, and it's at a low point, and whatever else they say. And don't isn't okay. So here's an example: you work in a car factory, don't you? Like a car parts. Yes. If you we're doing a bad job and not getting your parts done or they were bad and it made the company lose money and start to decline. Wouldn't they change what you were doing? I respectfully choose not to answer that question because you know, at the end I've, I worked at a car factory too. You know what they did every single day? They had meetings to talk about how things are going and if things are going well or if anything needs changed. They have entire departments of people dedicated to continuous improvement. I respectfully... <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I'm just saying, man, like... It's one of those I'm things. I'm 10 years away from retirement. I can't screw yeah, this up. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And the, the UAW is a giant dick, so I get it. Right, you can't say anything I know. <laughs> I respectfully decline. Yeah, well, okay, so we'll talk if about I'm other sellout, things. I'm okay with it. No, you're not a sellout. You got to freaking pay your bills. You got to eat. You got to eat, man. But I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, okay, we, we can talk about something else with it. Um, Let me look at my list here. Talked about collecting. Man, we covered a lot of ground tonight. Well, it's been almost two hours. No, it hasn't. Really? What time is it? Hour and 49 for you. It is past my bedtime, sir. <laughs> wow, it's 9-11. It is way past my bedtime. Give me a final one to end off on, and then we'll jump out of here. Oh, let's see... It's got to be good, but not too good that we end up spending 20 more minutes on it. <laughs> um, okay. No, that's not what I want to ask. Uh, pressure's <laughs> on, man. Holy cow. Yeah, now you're in the hot seat for a second. I am in the hot seat over here. Just for a second. And while we have a downtime for a second, that was awesome to meet Ricky. I... I, for some reason, I thought that we had already done this before, but I guess no. it was with Kevin. It was, that was cool to me. Yeah, he's and cool. We'll do it again. I didn't realize that we hadn't done that, or I would have asked earlier. Now we know. Yeah. I am coming up blank, believe it or Bar not. Bar hops and heel clickers in BMX. Oh, you just wait. Mason Ritter is on GT now, and that is going to do good things. Mason Ritter with the support of a real company that has money and can send him to contests where he can show the world what freestyle is again is going to be awesome. Here, hold on one second. You're All good. Right. No, my iPad's being funky. Oh. Man, I honestly don't know. 
I had like a bunch of alternate questions too that I chose not to write down. Now I'm like, why didn't I? Well, sometimes it happens. Maybe somebody in the chat has a question. Yeah. I'll pick one. Everyone Wait, who's watching. Before you pick one, what's going on in the chat room? Uh, well, it's kind of slow, but somebody, when we were talking earlier, this is the fourth one up, said the money demographic is the older rider. Like, I don't know that that's true. Like, I know that kids like to change out. That's why colors change so often, because kids will get colors, even though stuff isn't worn out yet. Um, so, I don't... I don't know specifically. All I know is whatever they're doing is not working. Uh, then someone said, go to a park and count the skaters and the kids on scooters, then count the people on bikes. Then the same person said, the price of BMX is expensive to parents compared to a skateboard and a scooter. Is right. Yeah. Is Stoney going to make an appearance at Apple Creek in 2020? You really should come to our trail jam. I'm not against it. It Just, gets I've, sick. I've, yeah. Yeah, we got people jumping into creeks. Let me tell you about Ohio. <laughs> you come here too much? I come there. Uh, I go there more than anywhere else. If you I weren't ten so years away from right now, if you weren't ten years away from retiring, you could just move here. <laughs> but my plan is the next time I go to Ohio, it's going to be in January. I'm going to fly out now that I know that the airport is so close to Rays. Yeah, and it is. Chenga. Yeah, and that's that's my plan. But yeah, yeah I am down with an Apple Creek Jam. I wanted to go to the last one. Yeah. There was, uh, Sorry, I just found something really gross in my chair. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, I do have a question. Let's hear I'm it. I'm genuinely curious. Let's hear it. What's the what's your BMX prize possession? What is the one BMX thing you have that you're more proud of than anything else? Man. That is hard. Aha! Now you're you're on this hot seat. What's up now? Yeah, you got that. Um, and <laughs> I'll give two just because one's kind of a cop out. Okay. But let me grab the other. If I can find it, there it is. So the first one is Worcester Skate Park. Ooh, there's a lot of dust on there. Because there's nothing, like, you could take everything else away, but if, and it wouldn't be as painful, like BMX related, and it wouldn't be as painful as if you took Worcester Skate Park away. Okay. And then the actual possession would probably yeah. be this. Can you read that? No, uh, hold on. It says best trick first three hundred. You won three hundred dollars. This is from Baco. This is from Baco. Awesome. Yeah. Still have that. Yeah. That well, fantastic. I I didn't. I still had the money until last year. <laughs> That's the, awesome. The exact money. 
and and do you look at that envelope and just kind of stare at it and daydream like wow that really happened no no honestly i didn't even think about i don't really think about it and then i uh and then i posted the video from of the trick the other day mm. and i re-pulled up the video that it was in to make that video clip and just watching the uh announcing and all of that and like i completely mm. forgot that they asked me what trick i did to win i watched it and it was just like oh my gosh that was so cool because i didn't awesome. i didn't see it coming like i had an idea that i won because like nobody else landed really much but there was mm. a couple things that people did i think and it was just like Probably won't be able to top that one. There's nothing wrong with that. That's 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 the answer I was looking for. Yeah, and just the fact that they don't really do Baco anymore, mm -hmm. and that was the year that it was called the Glenn Salyer's Best Trick Contest. Mm -hmm. Like all of it added up just to make it awesome. Wait, they did, they planned one after that and then it, it never got, happened? No, it didn't happen because they were supposed to tear the park down after it. Like the timing. What? They, they, that Wisconsin park? Yeah, so they were, the whole plan was they were going to get that Baco in before the time they were supposed to tear the park down. And then I'm assuming the powers that be found out that that was supposed to happen again. And they were like, nope, we're tearing it down right now. So they just, oh, they tore it no. down. And the craziest part is that all of that could have been taken apart and moved because those ramps, like they were metal, they were put together. You could yeah. have taken them apart. But yeah, but dude, you were there after dark, right? No, I, I, oh. <laughs> I try to avoid driving at night as much as I can. That place is the epitome of why BMX riders are terrible people <laughs> like, dude it was bad like yeah. i'm talking 16 to 18 year old kids drunk jumping off roofs and i'm talking one of those kids is now a very well-known bmx rider for big name companies sure. being underage jumping off roofs drunk like people jumping over fires and stuff and a lot of people say yeah that's bmx and to an extent it is bmx but it's also being a freaking degenerate at the same time yeah that's uh, i support them if that's what they want to do that's not for me yeah you can do whatever you want doesn't mean i can i have to have a high opinion of it yeah so yeah that's my answer and i'm sticking to it that's a pretty good answer. I also have, since you got a webcam, oh, the cord doesn't let it go. Oh, wait, yeah, it does. I got a whole bunch of stuff up there. There's a frame, a raised glass, a lot of good stuff up there. All I'm right. okay with that answer. Well, does that mean it's time for you to go to bed, you old man? I think it's time for me to go to bed, you young whippersnapper. All right. Well, this was fun. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you. Wait, hold on. I have something I want to say before we I'm just out. kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not out. We're
Is it? We're not out. Wait, wait, wait. I've always wanted to say this now that I've watched a whole bunch more of your videos and thought about it while I was watching them. Hit the music! Oh, dude. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, because you can't edit right now, I know. No, I can't. <laughs> it's like picking on a defenseless old man. Yeah. You're proud of yourself. <laughs> Anyways. No, what I did want to say is um, the other day you contacted me about um, being part of your mental health episode, and I really appreciate you asking me. I th Thank you. Yeah, dude. And in addition to that, I think it was a blessing in disguise that I couldn't, I didn't hear the entire thing yet, but from what I did hear, you have the right person on there with you. Oh, yeah, it ended up being way better than I thought it would have. You, I, like I said, I didn't, I'm not all the way done with it yet, but from what I did hear, you guys did a phenomenal job, and thank you for doing that, because you never know who's going to hear it that needed to, you know? There's, there's going to be more. There's going to be another one. Maybe not with Patrick, but there's a topic mm -hmm. that I really want to talk about that I think a lot of people aren't going to agree with, but need to hear, especially mm -hmm. in the current uh, day and age of life in the internet. Do you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm also, the producer part of me is saying... Don't say anything else. Let people wonder. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not saying anything else. They can wonder, and then it'll happen when it happens. It might be with Ricky. It might be by myself. Either way, thank you all for tuning in. Um, thank you, Sigma Ghost Zero. Do you have a real name? Let me know next time, because I know you already got out of here. And uh, Hank Moody, thank you for the kind words. I'm excited that you're here, and hopefully we'll see you in the comments soon. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank Chris Gold and Kevin Jackson for all the super chats. And good night, everyone.